Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession in life to teach you how to be a more productive version of you. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to my next live training, which is happening this Friday, July 17th at noon Eastern. It's called Five Keys for Improved Productivity. For more information and to register, either click the link in the show notes or the banner of my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, Mr. Productivity.com. On the show today, Chrissy Butts. She is a happiness coach, a champion for marriage and family, and a team builder. She is going to give you massive information on how you can be happy, even though we're going through this global zombie apocalypse pandemic. So get ready for this incredible interview with Chrissy Butts. Chrissy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Now, folks, I got to tell you that Chrissy is probably one of the most depressed, sad people I've ever met in my entire life. No, she's not. She's a happiness coach. And uh, I, I had to say that. I mean, it was, it was right there for me to say that. But, you know, we need more people being happy. So before we talk about how we can be happy during the global zombie apocalypse pandemic, why don't you take a, about 20 seconds or so? Tell us who you are and what you do. Okay, my name is Christy Butts. I'm a happiness coach and a family team builder. I live in the North Houston area, and I am an international best-selling author of a book called You Choose Your Path, and I have a giveaway today at the end of our show, and it's 50 Ways to Strengthen Families in 50 Days, and I'm excited to share a whole bunch of nuggets and tips and tricks to help elevate happiness right now. Excellent, and you know, I have interviewed 375 people now, and I think you're the only second, you're the only, you're the second, I can't even speak today. You're only the second person from the Houston area. Out of all those people, I've interviewed more people from England and Australia than in my hometown, which is not my hometown, but about Houston, Texas, which is really crazy. But welcome to the show. It's great to have a, a fellow, a fellow, well, are you considered Houston up in there in Tomball? Is that considered? Uh, I'm a country girl, so I'm in a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so, you sound country. You're not. You're definitely not from New York City. You sound country. So, should I, should I do the whole interview as a country accent? No, I could never pull that off. My my listeners would revolt. Um, so let's talk about happiness because you know we have this thing going on called COVID nineteen, and what I'm seeing a lot of people do is they're curling up in the fetal position and they're binge watching Netflix all day or even worse, they're watching the news all day and they're watching all the press reports about COVID all day and they're obviously not happy because when you when you get to expose that kind of stuff all day long, it really affects your happiness, your attitude, your mood and, and then you don't want to do anything. So let's start about, let's give us your thoughts on happiness and where we are with happiness in our day and age. Okay, well, I believe that our purpose is to live happily and abundantly. And we live in the most exciting time in the Earth's history. But you really nailed it recently. We have, we, we live in the most exciting time in the Earth's history, truly. And we have the opportunity to stretch and grow like never before. So right now, the world has recently shifted from expansive thinking to narrow fear-based thinking mm -hmm. and we were four family members to suicide and so I know what some of the what some of the triggers are and some of the worry signs when people start distancing and they're not socializing and they're 
they're uh, staying away from other people and they're getting in their own little bubble. And then you flood that with all these, you know, fear-based, you know, statistics and things. I mean, just people are not living, they're not thriving. They're not, they're forgot about their dreams. What would they want to accomplish in 2020? Where were they going? Where were they headed? All the things they had started this year, all of a sudden people put all that on the back burner and we're not supposed to just exist. And that's what so many people are doing. We got to step out of that. So I'm, I've been a little bit concerned, a lot concerned. Yeah, yeah. and I, w- I will say that I have an 83-year-old aunt who uh, has served this country in the Army, and she's got the saying that she learned from her Army and Marine buddies, improvise, adapt, and overcome. And we're going through something very serious right now. No one knows when it's going to end. No one has a clue. And you could sit there and binge watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming service you have or watch news all day, but that's not that's not going to get you where you want to go. Yeah, this has been a very trying year, but we had this thing called the influenza back in 1918. It didn't kill everybody. They eventually got over it and we began to prosper again. The society ebbs and flows. We have good years and bad years, but I don't think giving up is the answer. I think you need to choose, in my opinion, you need to choose. You know what? Life is not great right now. I would not have designed 2020 to be this year, but you know, it is what it is. And we have to take what we have and do the best with what we have because what's the alternative, right? Right. Alternative is not good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so what are some, I'm a big fan of simplicity. What are some really simple things people can do if they're struggling with their attitude, their emotions, their mental health, whatever the case may be with this uh, pandemic going on? What are some simple things they can do today as a result of listening to our conversation that can help them start looking at the brighter side of things instead of going, you know, like um, the the car- character from Winnie the Pooh, you know, Eeyore, he's like, you know, or Linus from Peanuts, you know, it's like, oh, what was me? How can we change our attitude really simply starting today? At least get the ball rolling in the right direction. Okay. So I have a little strategy called the sunshine strategy. And the sunshine strategy is basically each of us is, is like light, like our own little individual sunshine. And sometimes our light grows dim and we're not very vibrant. We're not very happy. Like just continue. Think about your sunshine as your happiness. So there are ways that we can brighten our light. And there are ways that we can, uh, we can, we can brighten our light by recharging. And there's so many different things we can recharge. I know you go running every single day and you're busy with your business and that charges you and maybe being with your wife and maybe maybe people all get recharged differently. Maybe it's gardening, maybe it's woodworking, maybe it's working in the garage. Maybe it's, they've got a, a pet they're training or or they love to go out in nature. So we've got to recharge every single day. And there's lots of different ways to recharge and because we're, we're all different. We all have different aptitudes. We all have different interests. There's things that excite us and drive us. And so it's important to recharge because you can't get water from an empty well. You can't give light if you're dead flashlight battery. You have to, you have to recharge all the time. So we have something to give back to other people. And each, you are important and you are needed you're valued. There's people that are looking up to you, that depend on you, that love you, that care about you, that, that need you, and they need your sunshine, and they need your encouragement. And if you are 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 getting dimmer and dimmer, then they're they're not benefiting from from your light anymore. And so it's really important for us to recharge. But one really cool thing, another way to recharge 
is actually by serving other people. Mm. And so in the Sunshine Strategy, which there's a lot, a several different videos on YouTube on my channel under Chrissy Butts, there are, there are ways that we can like think about, okay, I'm just, well, I know your I know your your listeners can not see, but I know that you can. So if there was a sunshine, imagine every single one of the the sunbeams in that little sunshine represents a person that they care about. And think about the le- last week and the number of positive interactions you've had. Let's say there's eight sunbeams. How many positive interactions have you had with these eight most important people in your life? Mm. And if you think back, oh, well, my mom is pretty important to me, but I haven't talked to her in three or four weeks. And my, you know, my sister's pretty important to me, but I haven't bothered to pick up the phone and talk to her. My best friend's pretty cool, but we haven't had lunch together in months. So if we're not, if we're not uh, having positive interactions with the people that we really care about, that's, that's the danger sign because we're not getting by, you know, we're not growing ourselves. We're not serving other people. So the sunshine strategy is a great little strategy and, and I, I love sharing that with people. Well, so I, everybody gets recharged differently. I, I love that because recharging, if you think about that, you know, we have to recharge our phones every day. We have to, you know, I have AirPods. I have to recharge my AirPods. I have to char- recharge my MacBook and my, you know, this is not a commercial for Apple. I just, I'm, I'm a totally Apple guy. But you have to keep recharging. If you don't charge your phone, uh, it's going to run out of juice and you're going to be like one of those people on the horror movies or the TV shows and, you know, their phone dies. So we have to recharge. And I think people go, well, you know, I, I'm just going to keep on keeping on. But listen, one of the ways to recharge, I'm sure, is getting enough sleep. A lot of people, neuroscience has said you need seven to nine hours of sleep. But so many people go, oh, I don't have time to sleep. Your body needs sleep. And so I think people need to hear your words. And we need to figure out, okay, how can I recharge? Because we're all different. Everyone listening to this conversation is different. So maybe you don't get up at 5 o'clock in the morning like, like I do and go running at 6 o'clock. That's okay. Maybe you go in your pool and do laps. Maybe you walk the dog. Maybe you, you meditate. Find out what you what can recharge you and then do it on a regular basis. But I love how you also talked about you're reaching out to people who are really important to you and your life, you know, Okay, you love them, you care about them, but have they heard from you recently? Pick up the phone and call them um, because they may want to hear from you, especially if they're elderly and they're they're secluded because of the COVID. They want to hear from you. And I think people are so busy worrying about what's going on in the world, they're not thinking about recharging, and then they're wondering why they're miserable. Well, it all works together. You recharge, and then you can be happier. But if you're just going to watch the news all day, that's not recharging. That's not what you're talking about, right, Chrissy? Correct. That drains you. Watching negativity just will drain and suck the life out of you. Yes. So pick three things every single day to recharge, whatever those are that you love to do. We've got to keep doing what we love to do. And then find think of three people that you can connect with every single day. It could be a text. It could be a phone call. It could be the next stop by your neighbors. Talk to them you know, out on the sidewalk. But keep connecting. That's It's very important that we... We don't, we don't disconnect. And, you know, there's something that I've been concerned about is the, uh, something about the masks. We are, we're emotionally disconnecting. Did, did you, do you find that when pre-mask days that you go to the grocery store, you make eye contact, you smile at strangers all the time? I would see that with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, 
I don't usually talk about political stuff on the show, but I am an anti-masker. And, you know, I know I'm going to get some hate email. I still love you guys. Uh, Here's the thing. I I work from home, okay? And, you know, I don't wear a mask at home because it's just my wife and I. Uh, My wife goes shopping. She wears a mask. But you're right. You go to church. You go out to shopping. You you know, you can't. You can tell by someone's eyes if they're happy. And most people, they're not happy. Because I read an article in Fast Company this morning. They said, yeah, this is wearing masks may be life for the rest of our lives. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Are you serious right now? Can you imagine? You know, I'm 55. I got at least 45 more years on this planet. Can you imagine wearing a mask every day out in public for the rest of my life? And and people hear that and they're like, well, yeah, we should wear a mask. It's protecting everybody. Okay, you want to wear a mask for 40 years every day? Don't tell me that's going to make you happy, okay? That's not going to make you happy because we have a mouth to smile. Now, I, I'm a big fan of Disney World, and this, this thing really irritates me. If you go to Disney World, which I will not go back to Disney World as long as they make masks mandatory, if you take pictures in the park, you have to wear your mask. Well, that's a really good family photo at Disney World in front of Cinderella's castle wearing a mask. You can't even take it off to have pictures taken. And I'm like, who wants those pictures? I mean, this is a trip we went in 2020. Yeah, it was COVID pandemic. Now, listen, you may completely disagree with me. Like I said, I still love you. But, you know, we need to see your eyes and your nose and low crow's feet on your eyes when you smile. And we need to see the um, your your smile. Now, Chrissy is wearing uh, – we're doing this a video, but you don't see the video. You hear the audio podcast. She's wearing uh, a mask that says, I Miss Smiles wink. And I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. Of course, she can't wear it during the interview because I won't be able to hear her. But uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, smile. I'm one of these weird, really weird people. Now, there's two kinds of smiles. There's creepy smiles and there's genuine smiles. I'm not talking about the creepy smiles. I'm talking about like you got a genuine smile. I wish people could see your smile. But it, it, it really makes a difference. So I, I, I really hope we don't have to wear a mask for the rest of our life because I would be very sad. I would be very sad too. <laughs> the temporary fixes for, for the mask situation would be, here's a couple, write hello on your mask with a big exclamation point. Like if you're wearing those paper ones, just write hello, like put a smiley face on it because I feel like that's a tiny little thing, but it can make immediately make other people smile. If they can't see your smile, that's the best we could do. Just get out the Sharpie marker. Okay. Right. Hello. with a smiley face. Number two, wave more. Just because, I mean, a smile is a lot easier just because you can just, it's so quick and it's not too, like, aggressive. <laughs> like, a wave is a little bit more aggressive. But wave to people. And I want to tell you something. See-through masks are coming. I was going to get the lace ones because you can see through, but, you know, I know I'd get some flack about that. So, uh, but there are, they're $25. I know a company invented them. Medical doctors are going to use them because when they they work on children or different things, and they have the masks, can be kind of scary. So, they have the see-through masks, and you can see the smile right through them, and you can wash them in the water. I've seen them. They're weird, though. They are really weird because it's all a mask except where your mouth is. Yeah. It's, it's weird, and I'm really hoping that either they come up with a vaccine or it, what happened in 1918, it just stopped. And I really hope yeah. that happens because I, I can't imagine – you know, for the rest of our lives, going to amusement parks, going to parades, going to bars, beaches, wearing a mask. That's 
that's just weird in, in my I opinion. Agree. So I really hope, and I know there, I know the scientists and all the really, really smart geeky nerds are really working on the vaccine. And, but then I read, I just finished reading John Barry's book, uh, the great influenza. And at the end of the book, he's got this afterward, which is updated for like about a year ago before COVID. And he goes, the problem is, is that these new viruses are mutating too fast. You need to come up with a universal vaccine that will knock out, like it won't knock out the virus, but what it does, I guess they're looking at the, the broccoli stems and the virus. They're trying to get those immobilized. So like if you inhale it, it can't stick to your body. It'll just, your body will just take care of it. The problem with COVID, it goes in, it sticks to your lungs. That's the problem. And, mm-hmm. you know, but you, you know, I've heard some people say, well, why don't they have a vaccine yet? I'm like, well, do you really want them to go in the lab and say, well, we'll take the green bottle, the blue bottle, the pink bottle, we'll mix together and inject people. No, you probably don't want people to do that. You want them to do what they have to do. You have to be patient. Okay. I don't want them injecting poison into our bodies and, and I die. Okay. Um, but I really, I, I don't foresee us wearing masks for the rest of our lives. I, I believe they're going to come up. Some companies are going to come up with a way to stop this COVID-19. I hope it's sooner rather than later, but I'm with you a hundred percent. There are little things we can do. Um, like you said, wave or smile with your eyes. When I was a photographer, I always told my, my, uh, not my patients, my clients <laughs> to smile with your eyes, you know, cause like when you smile, you smile with your eyes. People can tell if it's a fake smile. If your eyes are involved, you're smiling. So. So true. So true. Yes. We could talk about three assessments. We could talk okay. about a personal assessment. We could talk about if you're, if you have a, a spouse or a partner, uh, an executive counsel over your household and we can talk about a family council and they're very similar one is the the self-assessment would be like the sunshine strategy on a scale of one to ten what's your happiness level what have you been what have you been doing in the last week who have you been reaching out to and connecting with that's the people that you care about they're most important to you and how are you recharging that's a self-assessment an executive council between you know whoever you're sharing household with could be Sharing compliments together and then reviewing calendar items. And if you don't have anything on your calendar besides going and getting some groceries, then I suggest putting something on your calendar because we need to keep mm. thriving and living and, and being excited about life and not stopping because of something that's exterior that's going on. We have to keep living and keep dreaming and keep growing. And so every, every week, um, well, every day I, recharge i have a garden i care for i have a flower garden i have a, gar- a vegetable garden i love to go to the parks love to go to the beach i love to go i love to go to the country and take pictures of whatever i can take pictures of I, yesterday sunday night i went up and we there was a little teeny tiny grasshopper and i know with your iphone if you take the live setting off you can get so you can get like microscopic and you can see the little tiny bumps on the grasshopper if you get really close but you got to take the live setting off and you could take your family or your whoever's in your household and you could go on a little photo expedition and just see what you can see. Maybe you can see ladybugs. Maybe you could see uh, like the texture on rocks. But and then come back and share. Hey, this is what I found. This is what I found. And just have a little sharing time together. So, okay, back to those councils. So review compliments because focus on the good. Focus on the good. Let's yes. not worry about everything we can't control. Yes. Let's think about what we can control. So uh, compliment each other. What you know? I really liked it when you did this last week and you made the best lasagna a couple of days ago or you know, I really like the way you, uh, you know, just sharing, sharing what, what brightens us about the people that we're living with. And you, the more you focus on what you want, the more you're going to get of what you want. If you're mm-hmm. going to just say, I can't ever do this. 
you're going to get more of that. Yes. Okay. So then review your calendar items. And if you don't have anything on the calendar, go make something like put something. What, what could we do this month? What, what should we look forward to doing? And, and I just want to inject right there. What I do is I have this interview with you right now, but I also put time to read on my schedule. I put time for lunch on my schedule. Having something on your calendar, you're 100% spot on. If there's nothing on your calendar, you're more likely to you know, binge watch TV or endlessly scroll on social media. So if you're tempted, put like, I'm going to be on social media from one till two, and that's it. And then maybe two to three, you're reading. But I, I agree with you 100%. If it's not in your calendar, that's when you become lazy. That's when you start doing stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing. That's not going to make you feel good. And you're going to get the end of it and like, oh, that was a waste of my time. So I love the idea. Put something on your schedule. At least add some structure to your day because that's going to be much better. It's going to serve you much better. Yes, yes. And then I think it's also really important that we talk about what are what talk about you have to address problems you can't just ignore them so mm-hmm. hey i've noticed that you've just been watching 10 hours of tv lately a day and uh, and what what could be a solution with that and talk about well i'm not really motivated to go do anything like let's talk about our feelings with each other what's what concerns you about right now what's going on i think people need to have a space with people they trust to talk about it and not keep bear you know burrowing it deep down inside and ignoring it it, it is important to talk about it because somebody else might have a totally different perspective that can, oh, I never thought about it that way, that can really cheer us up or help us to think more optimistically. Um, these things have come and gone and come and gone, you know, for you know, and then life civilization continues. And so I think having good conversations is really important. Another, so you can do that with your the head of your household, like whoever you share a household with. And then also with your family, do bring your children together. Even if your children are married, maybe they live close by or maybe they live far away, but connect with them. We live in a really cool age where we have that technology. You know, we could <laughs> do, do Skype or do, do Zoom and connect our kids together, maybe our parents or siblings or whatever, and, and, and have, have a, you know, have a, just connect with them and see how they're doing and get everybody together. Maybe everybody can share different things. I have a family team building program and there's a, Communication is really important. You could just pick one question every day and text everybody in the whole family. Oh, nice. Okay. Just whatever that question is and have everybody respond back. Because sometimes our conversations are so superficial and we don't really go deep. We don't really know what's inside people's heads and their hearts. They're, we just talk about, oh, how was work? Fine. You leave it at that. <laughs> yes. How was school? Good. Yeah. And do we really care what somebody had for lunch? No, not really. But, but do we really care about... Um, what was one of your favorite childhood memories or describe the perfect birthday without, without spending any money? What would that be like? (laughs) Could we recreate that? Is it just about a present you don't care about really in two months or, you know, you're going to throw away in in one a year from now. So think about what it's memories and it's creating better relationships together. So more communication with the people that we love. You could text the question to every single person in your family and, and if it was a group chat and everybody could answer, they go, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. But I think it's really fun when we get to know the people that we love and care about the most. We just have to create that opportunity to ask them questions and to hear what they think about things. So that's a, a little a little trick. I, I, I love that. And I, I, you know, I love how you're giving us simple things to do because I'm not a fan at all of complexity. And I think there is unnecessarily too much complexity in our world. So 
Before I let you go, I got to ask you, how did you get into happiness? I mean, did you, I'm sure when you were a little girl, you didn't grow up and you didn't weren't born and say, mommy, someday I want to be a, a happiness coach. So how did you get into the world of happiness? Oh, I remember my mom telling you when I was little, oh, your kindergarten teacher tells me you will not shut up. You're just always talking. You will not be quiet and listen to the teacher. We need to work on that. So I re- I had a, a client of mine and she she had overheard some other girls at church and they said, doesn't Chrissy Butts just make you sick? She is always so happy. <laughs> this was about five years ago when somebody told me that. You know, I've done a lot of things. I've owned a lot of companies. I've I've just done a lot of a lot of cool things in my life. And when when as soon as she told me that, I went, "Oh, I got it! I got my gift. God gave me a happy heart. He gives somebody else organization. He gives somebody else science. He gives somebody else music. He just yep. gave me a happy heart. I can't do many of those other things, but <laughs> I I can look at the good and everything, and I can I'm have a have a very cheery optimistic and it's not fake it's not it's real every day i just wake up and i'm so happy and i and i feel really blessed and life is really good but i think we have to create that in our head you know you got to create it and you got to want it and you got to be doing things for it you're not going to get it by by reading the covid statistics every single day (laughs) it's not going to give it to you That, that, I love that because what you just demonstrated, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up until I was about, maybe about, I'm 55 now, I think like six, seven years ago when I was 48, 47 years old. So if you don't know what you want to be when you grow up, it's okay. Uh, most people, I thought I wanted to be X, Y, and Z. Turns out that's not what God had in my in mind for me. And so you just keep going through life and eventually you're figured out. I found out productivity. Chrissy found out happiness. Wait for your thing. You may know your thing. If you don't know your thing, it's okay. Sit yes. back, relax, let it come to you. So final question I have for you, Chrissy, is where can we find out more about you? I'm, I mean, I used to say, it sounds weird to say online, but we're all online. So where can we find out more about you? I know people love different types of platforms. So YouTube, Chrissy Butts, I have lots of videos on the Sunshine Strategy and uh, and eight different ways you can you can stay connected during that are really important during this um, COVID pandemic. Things to stay connected to, not to isolate from. And so YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Happy. I have ongoing challenges for families, for m- moms and dads, for uh, for team building with their families, with their kids, and staying more connected with them. And then on my happy page on the Facebook group, I also do a 21-day happiness challenge. And what else? Oh, on Amazon, I have an international bestseller. It's called You Choose Your Path. And this book is available. It's $20 on Amazon, and it's $1.99 for the Kindle version. And it's a really packed, adventurous book. When we lived in Alaska, we started out in a one-room cabin with Four wow. little boys with an outhouse and no running water. We lived there for a couple of years, and then we grew a huge dynamic limousine company. And and you gotta be careful what you wish for because whatever you wish for, if you want it bad enough, you are gonna get it. So make sure that you are going for what you really, really want. Because I found that some of the happiest days of my life were not driving around the rich and famous, the Sultan of Saudi Arabia, the vice president of China, the, you know, these really great and important people, the most great and important people in my life were my family. And I was losing them. 
at the expense of trying to serve all these other people. Mm. And so I had to put things back into order and back into perspective. And some of the happiest days of my life were living in a one-room cabin with four little boys with an outhouse and no running water. I promise. It's true. <laughs> that is that is awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today, for sharing your story, sharing your very simple easy to do strategies uh folks just pick one and run with it today don't don't procrastinate she gave you a lot to think about if you missed any of them well this is a really cool thing about the podcast you can go listen to it again so go pick something that chrissy said and go do it today chrissy thank you so much for being on the show today it was so awesome having you here thank you thank you mark the world desperately desperately needs all of our light so shine bright thanks for the honor and just before we go, don't forget to register for my next live training happening this Friday, July 17th at noon Eastern. It's called Five Keys for Improved Productivity. To register and find out more information, click the link in the show notes or click the banner at mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.